want to hear the song? Yeah. I don't I don't hear nothing. I'm trying to hear the song. <laughs> I got a lot in my mind. Tuesday night sports talk. I want to know why the infield at the Twins game is now black. Okay. I have your answer. I just put a call into Dave St. Peter, but he's not answering his phone. I'm shocked. I wouldn't pick up if you called me either. Right. No, <laughs> if I text you, if are I text you, yeah, yeah, we're good. Oh, okay. We I are using a I different. I didn't hear. I'm, then I'm not hearing anything because I didn't hear the music. Can you hear oh, us? I didn't hear the sound. I didn't hear the sound. Well, well I can hear you just because you're in the room. Just because your volume turned up. No. I don't know what's going on here. Call the headphone department. Yeah. <laughs> Rookie, did you get a real answer? Yeah. From how? How about now? I, I can hear you now. You can hear me yes, now? Okay. I can hear right. myself. There we go. I uh, didn't know we were on because yes, boy, that was a narrow me. miss. Boy, thank God you didn't say anything not knowing <laughs> yes. we were recording the how show. The <laughs> hell? Uh, we are using a different type of infield dirt, the Twins president tells me. We expect the color to lighten over time. Mm-hmm. Well, they when the Winter Classic came in, they had to redo the whole thing, and they had to redo it by planting basically in January. So uh, they, I think they got coils and stuff, but they had to keep it warm somehow so the grass would grow. So that's, I just uh, like the fact that the president of the Minnesota Twins ignored Joe and responded to Rookie. <laughs> I love that too. I really I okay do. with me. I just wanted an answer. Okay. I got a lot on my mind, Pat. This is probably uh, an improved dirt. Maybe it's a Minnesota dirt. No, it's from no, Pennsylvania. They get their dirt from Pennsylvania. Oh, really? okay. our, what's wrong with our dirt? We have dirt. Well, we remember it was dirt. a big deal when they got the grass, the grass. from Colorado. Yeah. People were yeah. upset they got the grass from Colorado. So. Okay, the Masters. Scheffler's a hell of a player. Yes. Here's my theory on Tiger. Yes. And I hope I'm wrong. My theory is he thought he was is feeling the best he will physically since that accident. So he thought, might as well give the Masters a shot. So he has a decent first two days. He makes the cut. Miracle. He's gracious. It's wonderful. Has a lousy Saturday and Sunday. If that is the best he feels physically, my prediction is we won't be seeing much of him anymore. He's already said he's going to St. Andrews. Which is a nice flat course to walk. Which is his favorite uh, golf course. He said it's iffy for Southern Hills, and I think iffy means he won't be there next month because there's a lot. They call it Southern Hills for a reason. I was there once. You you go up and down a lot. uh, But how much better can he become physically? Uh, who knows? Think, I, I think of know. the work he's put in in 14 months. Mm-hmm. He must well, have thought yeah, this is it. He didn't put in the work until about four months ago because before that he was saying, are you sure you're not going to cut my leg off? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, he was uh, he was out of action there for a while. But uh, I'll tell you what. He, uh, he I, I said that they should have, when he got to his locker Sunday, Yep. There should have been just a little check in there for a million dollars from ESPN. He, he, doesn't, oh God, yeah. he doesn't need it. Right. But just a little little something. Little bonus, little bonus for the effort. Kind of one of these. Because he only increased their ratings by 300%. Right. Right? <laughs> right. So yep. Even Saturday and Sunday we were still watching. Oh, hell yeah. To see if he could make it up the hill one last time. That, that. For that par from God that he got on Thursday was one of his great holes ever mm-hmm. when he got his drop out of the jungle and mm-hmm. hit it about what hit it up in there and made his or made made his par, right? Made par, right? He sure couldn't putt all week. 
He was okay Saturday, Thursday, but <clears throat> I actually made that prediction that you cannot go all that time without putting competitively and then try to putt those greens. Yeah. It's uh, even no matter how many yeah. thousands of times he's putted those mm-hmm. greens, that uh, well finding that exact right pace there because. There, if you miss an inch by an inch, it doesn't go in. It scoots off and goes eight feet down the hill. There's a phrase for that where it uh, lips out, isn't there, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, Scheffler's awful lucky that Rory had such an awful round on Saturday. But Rory would have won the day. Rory, yeah, Rory would have choked. You think so? Yeah. If he was, it's easier to play when you're chasing than when you're. That's true. You know, he's. He's had a chance to win it but before. But that shot but he, he hit out of the sand on 18, that was great. And, uh, I can't believe your close personal friend, Dave St. Peter, hasn't informed you as to whether they're even going to try to play. It's raining to beat hell right now. Has, it fall. has started. Just started. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, uh, if the, that means no Saints game probably. Right, too, they're tonight. supposed to open. You know Timber, why are the Timberwolves playing at 830? Because they're playing TV, at probably 8.45, and TNT told them you're playing at 8.45. And they said, okay, like, yes, oh. sir, thank you very much. I am told by an... Hang tight, hang tight. I'm trying to call my... Uh, is that ringing? Well, it's because you... Uh, it's Yeah, i, I got to punch it up through this one, Rick. Okay. Go ahead, keep, keep talking, you calling? fellas. Yeah, we're good. Keep, yeah. keep talking, fellas. I'll give them a call. Yep. Yeah, I am told... That if the, even if the Timberwolves lose this game, they're not done yet. No, they this play-in tournament is seven versus eight, and then if they win, they're the seven seed, and then nine versus ten, and then the loser of the seven-eight game plays the winner of the nine-ten game for the last playoff spot. The whole thing is dumber than hell, but it's some idea to. Uh, is it just trying to what to it's create got, a it's buzz? Got Fourteen and fifteen-year-old kids flipping over it. They're happy. They want. To, they've never seen the Timberwolves in contention playing. in the well, season. They've, they've 2018. Right, they made the playoffs. Could you two stop? I'd uh, like to rookies. go to my uh, my close personal friend. I know that I'm closer to the president of the Minnesota Twins <laughs> than Joe is because yeah, thanks, Dave. you didn't take da- <laughs> Joe's call, Dave, but you texted me right away, and Such was very upset by that. No, I'm very happy to learn that you're experimenting with a new infield components composite. Is that right, Dave? Well, Such, uh, you call any time. I'll work to take your call. I apologize. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, we replaced our, our playing field this uh, after the Winter Classic, and as part of that, we actually brought in a new uh, a new type of dirt to, to basically be the infield, and uh, uh, it's a little darker than our previous uh, version. And uh, Larry DeVito, the groundskeeper, uh, is uh, is uh, is well aware of it. We are well aware of it. He thinks it's going to lighten over time, Joe. As we put in, like we may tonight, we may be tested with all kinds of diamond dust uh, that will be used to keep the field dry, so to speak. And over time, that's going to blend in with that with that dark uh, dirt, and it's going to probably get a little bit more blonde uh, as we go here throughout the season. You still hope to get this game in tonight? Well, we're you know we're realistic that it could be a challenge, but we're hopeful. Yeah, we you know there's some we think there could be some window. I mean, the Dodgers you know they come here once. Yeah, you know, we got two games and we're 
And, you know, it's frankly, MLB is going to dictate that we, you know, do everything we can to try to play. If we don't play tonight, we're going to have two tomorrow. So, okay. and that doesn't look great either. No. We're going to try to get at least one of these games played one way or another. Dave, I looked at the, uh, the it's got a sun, a smiley sunshine for tomorrow, though, with just a le- much less chance yeah. of rain, right? Yeah. So that would be the good news is that we do think there's a decent, a growing chance will be okay tomorrow, but. We're not at liberty of getting out in front of this thing, and I think there's still some hope that we're going to be able to throw first pitch here tonight. And reminder, ladies and gentlemen, we now play nine-inning games in doubleheaders again <laughs> in Major League Baseball. Wonderful. So, uh, well, yes, we what? do. But it could be uh, 38 degrees, and uh, the fellas could be there for a few hours. But you get to watch the tomorrow. Dodgers, Pat, play I, our twins. I know. Oh, 69 I'm sure, degrees tomorrow. I'm sure, Dave. Oh, New York. Never mind. I'm sure, Dave, when you got that schedule, you said, thanks for sending us the Dodgers on uh, in April weekdays. When if you send them to us in July, we could have drawn 35,000 a game. Uh, yeah. Particularly, Patrick, we haven't had the Dodgers since 2014 yes. at home. Now, the good news is this has not been reported to the level that it should be, but one of the outcomes of the new CPA is going to be a new schedule starting next year. We will play fewer games against the Tigers and Guardians and Royals and, and White Sox, and we're going to play more games against National League opponents. We're going to play every National League team home the road uh, each year. So the Dodgers will be visiting here at least every other year starting starting uh, you know uh, next season. So we go to LA next year but they will come to Minnesota in 2024. So you're going to That'll be for a three-game series. So I'm excited about that. Okay, now there's an odd number there. So what do we do about that? There's uh you know there's Well, we play the Brewers. We play the Brewers oh, every twice. year. They're That's our right. rival. So now the Brewers are going to be uh the Brewers are going to be home and uh uh, home and road every year then. Huh? Correct. Correct. Okay, that's great. Two game series. I wish it was three, but you know, for next year's schedule, we'll get the Padres here. We'll have the, uh, the Cubs here. We'll have the Mets here. Holy cow. Uh, I think that that's going to be a great benefit to fans. That's yeah. 48, uh, interleague games. Wow. Yeah. Now that they're DH and that's, isn't, isn't my math right? Actually, I think it's uh, you're correct, sir. Three, three times fourteen is forty-two, and I know that from watching football games. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, six games with the Brewers, so that'd be forty-eight. Wow, that that's where those games are. So it's not that you're going to get the Yankees more often; it's going to get you're going to get the National League more often, huh? Correct. And you know, I think the top there now. Now, granted, uh, it, it cuts both ways. I think it's great for fans. It will make these April, May weather dates more challenging because yes. the pressure we feel to play these Dodgers games, we're going to feel that next year when the, uh, you know, if the uh, Marlins are in town or, or the uh, Rockies or whoever it might be, because they're only going to come in here once, right? And uh, it's harder to make those games up. But that's, that's just the reality is we're going to play less games in our division. And that's something that our fans have told us uh, that they uh, desperately want, and that's what they're going to get starting next year. Well, Dave, I know how much you like uh, corresponding about uh, the question of playing games at U.S. Bank Stadium with fans uh, all the time. <laughs> you know, I, I have. You know, it's funny. I haven't been asked that a long time, but you know, I know that plan is still out there, isn't it? The suits plan. The suits full credit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's. Uh, I didn't realize you changed the entire field. I thought maybe it was just the infield, but you changed the whole deal, huh? Yeah, yeah, we did, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't exactly um, you know we didn't exactly have great weather for it either here in the month of uh, late February March, but it worked out well, and uh, you know uh, first time we've done that, 
the entirety of the field since we moved into this place. So, and uh, uh, we got, you know, 12 years out of that. Other and it looks great to everybody, but the most anal human being in America yep. who noticed the dirt was blacker. Nobody, <laughs> I'm just, else, I'm just nobody glad, else did, but I'm just did. glad to have it confirmed that I wasn't seeing things. <laughs> that is ages. Truth be told, Such, I actually got a call last night from a longtime friend in my hometown of Bismarck, North Dakota, and his question to me was, not about Byron Buxton or Carlos Crave. What did you do to the infield? <laughs> that was my question. So you're not alone. Thank you, alone. sir. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for answering my t- text right away. Let's do lunch again like we did last week, okay? <laughs> I love that, Rookie. Do well, my friend. All right. See you, Dave. All right. See you. All right. <laughs> okay. Before... Rookie's close personal friend, right, Dave. Right. But do you need to know I've... anything else from him, by the way? No, we're that... good. Okay. We're good. Before I forget this, mm-hmm. uh, the Creton Durham Hall Raiders yes. have Cesar Tovar's uh, grandson. Really? Okay. I did not know that. P.J. Jones. He lives over in uh, North Suburbs, but he comes in. He's a left-handed hitter. Quality recruiting. A, uh, a thick fellow. And yesterday, as a sophomore, he hit one on the roof of Creton You're Durham You're kidding Hall. Me. Hey, is Cesar in town? He's dead. So, so that'd be tough for him yeah, to be at the uh, grandparents' Caesar, mass today. He died in 90, a little wiry guy, and yeah. he died in 94. Of, Did uh, you catch uh, him at the mass today? I, I was going to say, say, I wonder pancreatic, if I missed him. Pancreatic Apparently he wasn't there. Died of pancreatic oh, I'm cancer. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Chain right. smoker, too. Yeah. Oh, wow. He liked them, he liked them heaters. But uh, this <laughs> kid. Oh, no, he's been dead for 25 years. He didn't have to answer me so dismissively. He went like this. He went. He's dead. <laughs> no, I did. I just said he's dead. He will not okay. be attending the grandparents' mass. <laughs> but he is going into the Twins Hall of Fame this year. But this kid, now obviously never met him, but uh, is wears his number twelve. Oh, that's does, cool. Does, nice. Does the whole thing. Only player to play all nine positions. Mm-hmm. But you, but you know what's going on out there? This kid is on a sixteen and under. Traveling team for Caesars, a little Caesars in Detroit. Really? Oh wow! So that's what that's he, big like, time. That's in, in the spring and in the summer. Yep. He goes to wherever meets this team, wherever the hell they going. How and, did uh, How did Creighton get him? I don't know. <laughs> that's good. He I just, love that recruiting. Uh, he, we well, lost Caesar I in '94. Uh, '94. Yes. Yes. My my better question, Pat, uh, how can we get him 30 miles from Belfield and Fairville for the summers? (laughs) (laughs) For a little town ball? For town ball. 30 miles. Yeah, he could. uh, I see you're not going to have Jake. Is yeah. the twin sign Jake? Uh, you're lucky I held back with St. Peter for yeah. signing our best player to a <laughs> yeah. minor league contract. Jake, Jake's in, in St. Paul, right? I think he's currently still in Fort Myers yes, getting but, up to speed because he signed you know, yes. midway through spring training. But, yeah, that's the plan is he's going to go to St. Paul. Is BSNX the same as Fox Sports North yes. Yes. Extra? Yes. So we get the t- wild game tonight. Bally. Bally yeah. Sports yeah, North. That Bally day, Sports They don't too. pull that fast one where you got to sign into a computer. Or, no, no, no. Or go to Hulu oh, or something. Pat, tell me. I, I saw in your paper today who's the kid for uh, that got the win for the orioles yesterday minnesota I, kid yeah he's uh, i never heard of him i guess i didn't know he was a minnesota kid either but he's, oh. he pitched good he pitched yeah three four scoreless innings so. and guess what if you're a good pitcher for the orioles you're gonna get some work you're, you're a good <laughs> you're a good pitcher did you see what they did in baltimore we'll see it next week with the twins they just made a little corner out there and since where center field meets left field they moved left field back about Eight feet. They did. Yeah, and made the fence higher. 
So, but it's like somebody's some left fielder is going to run in that corner and death. It'll well, be that's death. like the old Astros ballpark. Remember how it used to stick out, or before mm-hmm. they redid Minute Maid or whatever it's called yeah. now. Yeah. Who are you talking about, Reavers? Bauman. Yeah, Bauman. Bauman? Is, where's it say he's from? Because the the photo in the in that paper, Joe, on that page, it is says him. in the Baltimore run. Uh, it says in the Baltimore little snippet. From Matamidi. Huh. Matamidi. Yeah, he's a Zephyr. Bauman is that an athletic? Is that an old athletic family out in? No, uh, not that I'm aware. Matamidi got has great athletics uh, these days. You know what Damn. I discovered? I got another thing I got to mention. You know what doesn't work with the youth of America? What? What? When you're kind of walking down a corridor and somebody says, how are you doing today? Or are you having a good good day? Or having a good day? Yeah. And when you say fair to Midland, they don't know what the hell you're talking about. Where do I I go with this conversation? Because I always say fair to Midland. (laughs) Fair to Midland. (laughs) I don't want to commit. I don't want to commit that it's great or it's... Yeah, it's lousy. I, I like to stay in fair to Midland. Well, I have a and they, you know, they look at you like you're, uh, I better stay away from that guy. That's he looks you, senile. That's yeah. when you go, you know, I have a little rash. Could you help me look at it? Could you just, could you, is it okay? Isn't that what you did to Dave Dahl in the, uh, in the uh, elevator? No, that was, was worse um, than that. That was uh, crabs. Yeah. What the doc said about <laughs> those crabs. Come back, Dave. With those crabs. And he just beat as red as this. Beat red. And he the just, elevator was full of gowns, people, no, and toxins. There was no comeback. It was just. Were there a few people in there? It was packed. It was going on. It, it was, was going to that Hubbard Christmas party. Oh, hey, Dave, God. how'd those tests work out for you? <laughs> he just totally bumped. And he's never forgotten that either. Do you mean, I miss Dave. I do too. Where's, where is he? Well, he's, he's doing uh, ads for the. I saw him doing ads for the cremation place. Yep. Yeah. And um, a builder, that's the a last builder. sign. That's the last yeah. sign. Hey, good when neighbor. I, <laughs> when I go, circle. I'm gonna get cremated by these guys. You know. Uh, that's the. Uh, yeah, he's doing the. I count on Dave. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he's doing all right. Um, where did I see him last? Same wife these days. Um, I don't know. Why? Yeah, was going well until uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, a podcast. At this we'll point, I think. At this point, for Dave, I think he'd just rather have yes. a talking frog. Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> Oh, I uh, always tell you about Wicker with his old buddy Billy uh, Millsaps from Richmond. He became the editor there, and he was getting ready for his third wedding. Hmm. And uh, Millsaps wanted Wicker to come from California because they old buddies. And to Richmond, he says, can't make it, but I'll be sure to be at the next one. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we had a, a, a second wedding for a good friend of mine from college. Oh. Yes. And I was in the wedding, and another one of our friends was the best man. Okay. And at wedding number two, he started to give the speech, and he started by saying, you know, I remember when so-and-so met, oh, wait, and he crumples up the paper. <laughs> That was the last one. And uh, her family was not happy. She she thought it was hilarious, but her family was not happy. Not happy. Are you going to the Timberwolves game? Yeah, I'll be there. I got to get there early. Deadline is impossible. Oh, there's no uh, way. It's an 830 tip. And now, and I was told yesterday by the great Alan Horton that they do not have to start until 845. So if the other game is still going on. Yeah. TNT can 8:35 is the official starting time, but they 
can wait another 10 minutes before they actually start. Speaking of Alan Horton, you saw who was roughing tonight, right? Oh, he's Ed, got Ed Malloy, Malloy has got the game tonight. <laughs> Horton has become an institution in this town. Oh, he's man. Terrific. Yeah. So Wait, This his... play-in concept is new this year. Yes, it is. No, no, no. They did this last year. It did? Oh, yeah, but yep. that was because of the last year they did it because of the pandemic. But oh. the rating, it was a ratings bonanza, so they said, well, we got to stick with this. I hate it. But this franchise, this would, this would be great. It's perfect for the Timberwolves. Yes. Because they finally make the playoffs. Yep. And they didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> they made the playoffs twice since 2004, oh but you didn't make the playoffs. Are they rooting, do you think, for them to lose tonight and then win Friday just to get a second sellout crowd? No, because then they have to play Phoenix and they'll get beat four straight. That's true. If they play Memphis, they might win a couple. That's true. By the way, all the Charles Barkley commercials during the Masters... Makes me want Charles Barkley as my president. <laughs> yes, I didn't. I never watched him. Oh I my God! There was a number of them. Oh, the one where he, he's always brilliant. The yeah. one where he's getting picked in the little kid pickup yep. game gets me every time. Yeah. <laughs> Told you, because <laughs> yeah. he was the first pick. And he, some little five year old is standing next to him. <laughs> then he's doing one for AT and T, and he's in a, a classroom full of little kids, and they're all snickering. He's trying to tell them something, and they go, "What are you laughing at?" And they say, man, were you a bad golfer? And he says, no, man, I'm a basketball. Get, get, look up the, the king of Charles on here. And the kids won't do it. And finally he says, well, I'll do it myself. And he gets it. <laughs> and he says, see, kids, I was a basketball player, but they had the films of him with that horrible golf swing. Oh, yes, my God. I can't swing. <laughs> what was it, a Henley? The one or, uh, with four stops. It's got four stops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. He's still, uh, is he still playing? He still try to play, or he finally give up. Going, he'd go to that tournament out in uh, Lake Tahoe every yeah, year, yeah. And, and the winner is uh, there's about five guys that exchange winning the title right. every year, and and then they'd go down the board, and Charles would be like 62 strokes behind him right. after. Go to San Antonio, I'm gonna get a bunch of churros. <laughs> what, wait, what, what kind of women are in San Antonio? Oh, <laughs> some, some big old women. Oh, no. <laughs> Why would you say that? That's, 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 that's a gold mine for Weight Watchers. Did they make him back off I, on that? They had to yeah, have. They right. had to have. He God, was, I love that guy. He oh. started the San Antonio. Some big old women in San Antonio. <laughs> he did that for Eight oh, years. God. And the best was both uh, Shaq and Kenny Smith would be saying, what are you doing? <laughs> he doesn't care. Oh, no. Did you, uh, you did, uh, the? I don't know if they play the game anymore, but the game used to be they'd sit him on a chair and put a wizard hat on him. Yeah. And it was who he play for. <laughs> who he play for? We can do that he, yeah. because one day they had they mentioned some, some player. guy's name and yeah. he says who he play who for. Who he play for? <laughs> Pat. We could do that with Such and employees at Hubbard Broadcasting. Joe, for a million dollars. Thirty-year employee has been uh, working on the second level. Show who he play for. Who he work for? Has signed your checks for the last ten years. I told you, I tell it, told it a hundred times, but having him be with the dream team and sit down with the birth defects kid when he was leaving the bar for like 40 minutes mm-hmm. and BS with him because the guy came over oh. and asked him to say hello. That showed me. Yeah. And Bruce McIntyre and the, and the great Brian McIntyre was the uh, the NBA head of communications. I mentioned that to him. He said, 
best guy we got. Mm. Best guy we got Love with that. people. And this you is heard the Japanese guy ago. story. Remember that one? Yeah, his big buddy, his best buddy. Met him in an airplane airport bar, and they became fast friends. And Charles went to his funeral and got to know his family. (laughs) Yeah, right. They were. He was like, and he's a little scrawny. Yeah, they show some pictures of him, and it was just a little guy that he met in a bar and became his big buddy. And uh, I don't know how he's doing on the wife's department either. I know he was. uh, What was the one where he? uh, She came to an all-star game. She came. She. He got married on Thursday. Uh, second wife, I believe, yep. and then at Friday was the NBA media day where they bring all these all stars into right. the room, and all, you know the NBA media used to be a really a cult, kind of yeah. like the NHL. So they all knew Charles, and they knew everybody, and they just come down there and BS with them. And then Phil Jasner from Philadelphia covered the Seventy Sixers for a hundred years. I think Charles was gone by then, but they were still buddies. And he says, hey, Phil, did you see my, was that my wife I saw out there? <laughs> and he, she, he said, yeah. He said, yeah, that's, she's out there. And he says, damn it. She was. Uh, she's supposed to leave town. She was going to leave at halftime, get on a plane, go home. I was going to go to a bleeping bar. I, uh, strip, a strip club. Strip club. <laughs> Not he, even more graphic than a strip club. Yes. But, uh, he said, Tonight, Dang it. What's she still yeah, doing here? Still, he, he got married Thursday. Now it's the honeymoon. But he's. Uh, I'm trying to. It does not list uh, marriages on yeah, Wikipedia yeah. for Charles. No. He's. Uh, but he is a. He's a character, man. He's funny. Charles, uh, Shaq, you, on the show, Shaq's okay, but you can't understand him. He, no. he really is the mumbling of our mumbler all time. We won't say about you. We won't say about you. <laughs> the best was when they used to really give each other the business, when mm-hmm. Shaq and Barkley used to really get mm-hmm. on each other's well, case. Well, Barkley said the other day, I saw it on Instagram, he said, um, uh, I never get upset when people uh, screw up my name. And Shaq goes, I do. <laughs> Some Charles Barkley says, "What do they call you, Shrek?" They... <laughs> and everybody started laughing, and Shaq went with a serious face, like, "I'm gonna squash you." Yeah. <laughs> Why do they screw your name up? They call you Shrek. <laughs> it was that. And it's what's great about that is but, I'm not a basketball guy, but you're gonna but watch. But the personalities yes. are fantastic. Well, what's also great is when they bring him in to do the colleges. Oh yeah, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have. He doesn't know Shashevsky coaches Duke. Right. Who do you play for? Who do you coach in for? Fact, but he f- tries to give insight, and then he says. That kid, that kid, kid he's 30. Playing, he's Number playing, 30. He's playing for that team. Uh, that, the, red team. the red team. You know, the in red fact, because I remember specifically the very first year that he and Kenny Smith joined Greg Gumbel, and I think it was, uh, I can't remember who the other person on the panel was, but Gumbel, you know, being a professional, tries to throw it to Charles for thoughts on Rhode Island or whoever. Yeah. And Barkley just went, hmm. <laughs> Like he just gave it the thank shoulder you. shrug. Like, thank I, you for the insult. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, because that was that was pretty. Who good. was who was picked before him in '84? He was the number five. Well, dri- he was fat then. He okay. was the round mound of rebound. rebound. The round. Didn't mound. Auburn play in the same league as Duke? No, no. no. Auburn's in the SEC. Southeast Conference. Okay. And, uh, Duke's in the other conference. What's Duke? Mid Atlantic? No, they are in the uh, ACC. 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 Atlantic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the old the old, uh, the hey, old basketball. Power Joe, conference. you can't forget to do the bit. What? Well, Pat hasn't heard about the uh, the three guys who had to do the shot at the key, the three doctors that had to. Well, do I, I'm not doing that on the air. I thought we were because then he was going to attempt to tell the same joke. 
Okay, Pat, three doctors go into a bar. You're going to repeat telling this joke. Okay. Three doctors go into a bar, and the first, and they all order a shot of tequila, and the first doctor downs his tequila and says, I'm better than you two guys. I had a guy come in once with his arm damn near cut off, but I stitch him back together so well, he's now a, a professional tennis player. It's amazing. And the second doctor downs his tequila, and he says, that's nothing. I had a guy come in once. He's, his leg was so mangled, I couldn't even recognize it. I put him back together so well, he's now a marathon runner. Wow. And the third doctor says, I... You know, downs his tequila. And he says, "Why? Well, I, uh, I was out in a field one time, and I saw a guy get dreadfully injured. A drone landed on him and uh, destroyed him. His head was wide open. His brains fell onto the manure and the and the corn. And I stuffed them all back together, and I stitched them and stapled them back together. And he's now your president. <laughs> so, Pat, would you mind? So the uh, president is out in the, uh, it's harvest time, so he's out getting corn and gathering things, and he sees a couple of guys that are walking by and drinking tequila, and he says, hey, how about uh, you guys surgeons, because this guy's got his head blown all over, and I don't know what to do with the corn. Something like that. We were inspired by the red paint segment from years ago. Oh, my God. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. It is. I I will take notes. You can do that here. Because we don't, we're not on YouTube. MNSD is not on YouTube. Correct, right, right. correct. But when you do it on Joe's show, Mrs. Ricey I now she, watches she, on YouTube and says, How come they're making fun of you oh, all the time? And I said, Katie, not a, I said, a bit. I said, that's only been going on for 35 years <laughs> right here. And, uh, you know, but that's, uh, that's okay. Oh. Go ahead, you know. is By she, the way. Is she a fan of the, does she go down the YouTube rabbit hole? Is that she, a, oh yeah, she yeah. spends a lot of time watching rabbit. Uh, usually, uh, what is the rabbit's name? Watching rabbits. <laughs> Why are you in the rabbit hole? <laughs> what she does is, 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 she looks for the best anti-Trump uh, ah, YouTube sure. moments she okay. can get. She's got to love Corbin and JL Corbin. Yeah, she loves. Well, she just loves even the old lookbacks. That is incredible stupidity yeah. when he's saying stuff and. Stuff and this like scene that. is played out often at the house. Hey, honey, I'm going to uh, Byerly's. I got to uh, give a guy a ride to work and pick up some steaks. And uh, once you're done with the rabbit hole, we'll, uh, we'll cook them up. Yeah, right. I got to yes. give a guy a ride to work. I gave a nice fella. Once. Was, I had the top down. Once? I had the top down during the summer. I recognized him from Byerly's. He looked like it was like 10 minutes before the hour, so I was afraid he might be yeah, late. Yeah. So I said, hey, pal, you want a ride? Uh, I'm heading your way. Uh, your, best, your best is you pull into a convenience store and some other guy says, hey, sir, sir. You? And you go, I don't have any. No, I don't have any money. I don't have any money. Oh, I just want to tell you, I like yeah, your car. I like your car. I said, well, yeah, well, thank you. I heard the story. <laughs> but is, I'm still not giving you five bucks. No, so. but I heard the story is when you rolled up on the with the convertible up to the Byerly's employee, you said, Hey, you know, uh, strangers have the best candy. <laughs> that's a failed children's book. That's a failed children's book. That's right. Strangers have the best where, candy. Where were you when you asked oh the one God, the, uh, gentleman, southerly gentleman, if he was from around here? Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach. No, he was at the, I think he's at the, he's at the, Beach. the uh, security guard. Security house over the hot Four dollar an hour security guard. I asked him if he lived around <laughs> The Just cheapest go. house, yeah, six oh million. Oh my God! <laughs> hey, uh, you live around here, around here. 
He thought I was taunting him. What an icebreaker. What an icebreaker. thought I was teasing Now that we have a commonality, I, uh, yeah, I live in the shed. He, he, was, a, he was an ethnic fella, too, to make oh. it even more offensive. You know, oh, my so. God. Oh. Hey, do you live around here? Well, this we is actually wild a good show. Timberwolves and Twins, but I... Wild, uh, uh, McDavid's in town, man. Yep. Oh, that's, that's right. They can play the hot. They've been hot. Edmonton's been hot. Don't give up three goals to these guys and then think you're going to go get six. You give up three to these guys, they're going to get six. So. Was there just a cheap hit on McDavid? Did I see that I on know. Uh, I NHL? Don't know, but I think he's playing. Okay. Well, then he must not be that hurt. Is Dumba hurt pretty bad, by the way? I didn't know that he was hurt he at all. He's hurt a lot. Yeah. Well, I, he was. I saw Russo, I think, tweeted that he he's out for tonight. Well, he's been out. Wasn't he out a couple? Has been out I think for a so. while. He's been out for a couple games. Yeah. Edmonton is uh, get on well your mic. in the playoff hunt. Oh, get on yeah. your mic. Uh, Edmonton's well in the playoff hunt. Yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> they're, uh, but they're over in a... They're second in the Pacific. We're second in the Central. Did they I think they should take the division, the the whole West, and and do it one through eight instead of the play it, keep it in the conference. I don't. I, I think that's stupid. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like that. I, I don't know. I don't know why they keep switching it up. <clears throat> Or why well, they, they had to up. because of COVID. Yeah, well, because we no, come across the like, border. They, That's right. They You're think, right. Yeah. I think they think a playoff series reinforces the rivalries that will then carry over to the next year. Oh, you know, what they're hoping is like you have your Bertuzzi moment when the guy gets the fans all hating him, and then next year that means it'll be that's the C-card good TV. sucks for the rest of yeah, the year. Okay, you know, that, that's what I'm. My guess is I, I, I don't know. Do you still find it shocking that Montreal has the fewest points in hockey? Yeah, and they had a hot streak. Yeah, they won like eight out of ten or something, but they're brutal. They got twenty wins. Wow, and that's with the free wins of the, uh, you know, because you can you can win without really winning now. Oh well, wait a minute! People still get mad though that you if you say they're. Oh, uh, I'm looking at the NBA standings. <laughs> Just a minute. Montreal has a team. Montreal's not in the league. Les so. habitants. Montreal has not in the in oh. the NHL. 20 victories. 20 victories. How many losses? 42 and 11 is so, uh, so 53. They got 53 losses. They're 20 yes. and 53. Pat, that re- oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. We still got 11. Our boys still got 11 games mm-hmm. left. The NBA's starting the playoffs. What the hell? Well, wasn't that because of the Olympic, original that Olympic schedule? That was part of break? it, plus they started later, too, because oh. I think because of the Canadian thing. Joel me- mentioned Montreal. Are the Rays still planning on doing that half and half deal, or is that off there the table? Go. Well, they keep mentioning it, but they're but not. it's not scheduled for them no. to do that this year. Okay. No. Oh God, no, not this year. No, they that would have to get the players' association and St. Pete has a has a lease through 2026. So, all right, let's go to the bank. Yeah. All right, that's it, enough. It's Reavers here for Josh Arnold. Mr. Money Talk is what he's called around these parts. Josh has been an investment consultant since 1978. This extensive career has given him the experience needed to manage your money in both up and down markets. Josh provides independent, personalized investment planning to individuals and small businesses, including retirement plans. Josh has been doing this for quite some time, and the thing that separates him from the rest is he will always give you straight talk and never sugarcoated advice. When you invest for yourself or for your small business with Josh, you get the same straight talk 
talk that you would expect from Mr. Money Talk. You also get an investment consultant who will work proactively with you to create a strategy that fits your goals. You can also hear him at the end of Garage Logic every Tuesday and Thursday with a full report. Give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. Or for more information, just visit his website, joshinnoldinvestmentconsultant.com.